On this episode of Monday to Monday, we link up with one of my favorite new artists and one of Gary Vee's favorite new artists, Satoma. She's amazing. If you listen to the playlist, you've heard her music because I playlist it every week uh, since I found it. But yeah, the song's called Alternate, and so we dive deep. You know, we get the story behind the song, we get the story during the song, we get the story after the song. It's not her only song, but it is my favorite one, so please check it out. Please listen to her story. Um, we talk about Ghana a little bit um, because her family lives there. Her parents are from there. Me and Gary V went there one time. We, we dive deep into stories around Ghana, which is really cool and fun. But we also bring it back home to the music. So check out this episode and let me know what you think. I just told Richie we rich. All right, we're live. So, so where are you at right now? I'm in my room. I'm in. Well, I'm in like Los Angeles, but I'm in my room. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, yes. so you know when this goes live, I do an intro before it starts. But for everyone listening, if you could just do like a quick fifteen seconds, who you are, real quick. My name is Satoma. I am from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm based in Los Angeles, California. I am a rapper, singer, and guitarist. And I don't know, I guess I'm just, I'm kind of new to this stuff. So I'm kind of just learning as I go and I'm really excited about the journey it's been so far. And you're pretty good at TikTok, huh? Yeah, which <laughs> is so random. I didn't mean to be, um, I work from home. So um, whenever like there's downtime at work, I would just start making TikToks and stuff. And then over time it started just working out. And then I was like, wait, I kind of have a little niche for it. So I started making more and more. And then as time went on, I gained a little audience, so. It was kind of cool. I love it. Well, yeah. I mean, more most importantly is the music. And my favorite song is Alternate from you. I, I um, kind of figured <laughs> you keep adding it to your playlist. It's making me really happy. Yeah. Gary V and Mike Boyd, uh, Monday to Monday. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for supporting the playlist. Every time we post you, you always uh, re-share us. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, I, I, you, guys, you guys support me. I'll support you guys like 10 times more. So. Hell, yeah. I appreciate well, it. Well, yo, with that song... Um, like you mentioned, you know, it's in the playlist almost every week, I guess now. And like, is that the story of you moving to LA from Phoenix or what, what is that song about? It's me moving from college. Well, it's a mix of both. I moved to California when I was 17 and people don't know this at all, but I actually have two degrees in biology and chemistry. I was a biochemist and I got in a pharmacy school and, um, I'm 24 now. So I was 21 when I graduated from college and I got out of school. I made like a really, really like crazy choice to move to LA to do music. And my parents were just so confused, and everyone in my family was so confused. And I, just, in my head, was like, "I have a crazy vision. Like I know I can do it. So I'm just gonna go figure it out." And that's kind of what the song's about. I think it's kind of a mix of me moving from Arizona to uh, California for college, plus like I'm taking an extra step now, moving to LA. So that's what it's about. 
Okay. And you said you graduated when you were 21? Yeah. So I graduated high school at 17 and then college at 21 with two degrees. Dang. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a nerd. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So if you graduated at 21, mm-hmm. when did you write the song? Uh, I wrote the song three, three months ago. So whenever it came out, I, don't know, I wrote it like four or five months ago. But like it's funny because all when I write stuff, I'll write parts of songs, and like later on, like I'll go through my journals, and I'm just like, what am I feeling like writing today? And like so that so part of the song was um was written like three years ago. Yeah, it was like I'm packing up my shoes and undies, shirts and pants, and leave the town, attempt to make some fucking money. That was three years ago, and the rest of it was just written like five six months ago. I love it. I mean, even when Thank I listen you. to the song, yeah, even when I listen to the song like in the car, or when I'm putting together the playlist, I love it. I think it's. It's motivational. It's relatable. It's also like your word choice is great. You know, like the way you're flowing on the track. It's great. I love every part of it. And you talk about your parents, you know, you you give a shout out to your mom and your dad. Like what is the importance of family to you? My family is very interesting. Um, So we're from, we're from Ghana. Uh, Some first generation, we're from the Ashanti tribe and my parents, they came from like, like, I kid you not nothing. Like they're both orphans. And um, they like my dad got here by chance and then he met my mom in Ghana and brought her back to America and they had my siblings and I. So um, watching my dad, you know, make nothing, make something out of nothing has inspired me like beyond anything I've ever seen in my life. Because in my head, I'm just like, if you could do that, imagine what I could do for myself and then go back and help my family as well. So, yeah, my parents are really important to me. A lot of what I do is just like kind of just to show them like what you guys came to America for was definitely worth it. I love that. I love that so Thank much. You. Um, Thank you. That's important. And it's important for people to hear your story too, you know? I, I'm I'm happy you're including it in the music, like talking about how you want to help your dad retire one day and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, cause he's like in his 60s now and he, so he came to America when he was 21 and he's like a computer science, like engineer. And I, I mean, I've been watching, I have four siblings. I've been watching him work Day. he works still you know just to like help, help my younger siblings go through college so like watching him work this much i'm just always like it's okay like, i'll figure it out for us soon like you know so that's kind of why i didn't want to do medicine I, I, like with medicine like you, you get a set salary you know like you, you, like you know you go to school you do your four years you do your four years of post-grad and you're in school and then sorry and then, then you're licensed and then now you're making this much money per month that's it whereas like with music or with art or with anything that's creative and then anything that's like on your terms you choose how far you're going to go and you choose like what you're What's your pay rate is going to be? You choose how, like, how, you know, like how much money you're going to make depending on how hard you go. So that to me was just way more um, exciting than just being a doctor. Yeah. No, I love that, man. You, I almost teared <laughs> up. Oh, really? No. <laughs> I had to wipe that. Yeah, because uh, that's important, you know. And uh, I know you texted me before, or actually it was IGDM, but mm-hmm. you told me you, your family was, you know, from Ghana. Some Most of your family, I guess, is still in Ghana. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, and then I told you, you know, me and Gary V, we went to Ghana, and um, yeah, we went to Ghana uh, with Pencils of Promise. I don't know if you ever heard of them. It's a, a charity, charity started by Scooter Brown's brother, but um, yeah, they just they help. Um, they chose certain places across the world and they help build schools, but oh, they nice. get the local they get the local communities involved. So it's not like um, not like this big charities like hey here we're building a school for you it's like we're building a school with you you know what i mean it's like it's like oh, when me right. and gary went there yeah when me and gary went there we helped out but we didn't build the school we me and gary just like spent a day right um 
you know, a day in this part of Ghana, a day in this part of Ghana, and we would like wheelbarrow some some supplies and meet the kids. And Ghana's a very beautiful place. Right. When I, you know, when I left Ghana, when I was on the flight back to America, I cried because I was like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to go back or have a chance to experience this. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. It's it's so unique and people that welcoming. I mean, I didn't go there for the first time until I was 19. I went, to, I, went, I went there when I was 19 for college. I went there for um, like four or five months. And that was my first time ever meeting like my grandparents. But like my grand, but I have one grandpa. So it was the first time meeting my grandpa and um, my cousins. And everyone was there. And like I met them for the first time. Like that's when I was kind of like, yeah, I should like really figure out how I can like help my family. Because like there was like 30 people in one house. Damn. And, you know, here I am, like, yeah, here I am, just like this, going to this private school in California, just like taking a little four month trip to go to America. You know what I mean? I started to go to Ghana and I was just like, look how privileged I am and look how like little they have and look how happy they were just to meet me. And like, they're all just like, because you know, they're all, they're all sh- sh- kind of shorter than I was. They're all just like, you're so tall, you're so big, you're so this. And I was just like, really? Like, you know, so, and we all have, we all have the same smile, the same like expressions, everything. There's like 30 of me, you know what I mean? And like, even like looking at all of them, I was just like, yeah, like one day we'll, we'll all be like, living in harmony together. So that was like my kind of first step at being like, yeah, I should make music and like really, cause I've always played the saxophone and the drums and guitar and stuff, but I never like took it seriously really. So that's when I was like, you should take it seriously and see what you can do with your life. So that's so it's a beautiful cool. country. Thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah. The people, the people and the, the scenery, the, everything. The food, the food, oh, yeah. the dancing, you walk around, people are just dancing naturally. Everyone's just like on the street selling things, having fun. Like, it's very, very, it's, I don't know, it's kind of inspiring how happy they are with, with, with the little they have, so. Yeah, I love, I love it all. So, you also say in that song, you know, you're ahead of your time, and then you feel like you're, you said, you said, I'm overlooked for every reason. Yeah. Like, like, talk um, a little bit time, about that. I feel like what I was trying to say was, I've always felt like kind of, this is sound corny, but like an old soul, right? Like, I've always was that person that was like, when I was nine, I was rapping like every Tupac lyric. Like I was, I was always listening to 90s music when I was nine or 10. And like, even now that's what I listen to is the same kind of stuff. I'm kind of like a little old head in that sense. Like I like, I like things that people probably don't appreciate till years later. I've, I always grew up painting and drawing. And a lot of my paintings I made when I was like 17, 18, 19 are the kind of paintings people are making now. And when I was making them, everyone's kind of like, that's so weird looking. Like, you know, I make, I make mixed media. I, I combine like, you know, watercolors with, with um, acrylics, with oil pastels, things like that. And I would like, I, I, I do art shows that I remember. Everyone was always like, it looks so strange. I kid you off this same kind of art that's going out. Like, that's kind of, you know, going crazy right now and trending. I was making five, six years ago. So I was kind of saying, you know, I've always like had this little like idea that I had, like, I see things a little earlier and that's, kind of like my indication like you know like if you have a vision like you'll see it through and you'll you know you'll you'll see it happen but as far as like the overlooked thing I feel like that kind of comes from where I was raised I was raised I'm not I'm from Phoenix but not really Phoenix it's like a little bit outside of Phoenix it's called Goodyear so it's like 30 minutes like northwest of Phoenix and it was a very like predominantly white like um like reds area you know and I was always the only, like, the only black kid in my classes I was always the only black kid like in the honors program anything I you know anything I did I was always the only black kid until I got to high school and I feel like a lot of my insecurities and a lot of like you know, I have a stutter to this day because of like, the try you know, bullying and trauma and stuff like that but a lot of like what I went through when I was like a kid came from people telling me like you know you're too dark you're too this you're too that you know you're, you're everything that you shouldn't be because of how you look and how you you know how you perceive you know, how, you, how you're, you're perceived it wasn't until like, I got to college and I went to, you know, I went to a white college too. And that's when I was kind of like, if, if I don't figure out like, 
what, what it is about me that's like I love. I'm always gonna be told what it is about me that I shouldn't love. And that's like kind of when I got like very like radical. <laughs> and I, you know, like, I became like my BSU president and I became like, I got very, you know, in touch with myself and started like, you know, learning a lot about myself, whatever, like unlearning a lot of things I was told when I was younger. That's kind of how I gained confidence, just moving away. I knew like, early on, like if I, if I would have stayed in Arizona, I would have just kind of been a victim to the bullying and I would have been a victim to all like the, the negative self-talk. So um, I'm not overlooked anymore, which is good, but I think for most of my life I was always kind of overlooked and it feels good to finally be like, yeah, here's who I am. Like, and everyone's just like messing with it. Everyone likes it a lot. Like they're, they're seeing it. So it's cool. Did your parents move with you to LA? No, my whole family. So my, my parents, I have four siblings. I have two brothers and two sisters and my sisters live in Arizona. Still, my parents are in Arizona. My little brother is in Boston for college, and my older brother is in Orlando. He's actually getting married next month, so we're gonna go to Orlando for his wedding. Ooh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, no. When I moved to California, they were all just like, "Why would you go there?" And I was just like, "Freedom." So, <laughs> well, it's not too far. Not no, too far. Yeah, and that's why I was gonna move to New York actually at first. I got a I got, I got a basketball scholarship to go to New York. But then I went there and I was just like, I just knew I, I get kind of homesick and I wouldn't be able to like just drive back to my parents whenever like I was you know nervous or anything. So I chose California. Hell yeah. Yeah. Basketball shower scholarship. I see your shirt. Go Lakers. Oh, yeah. yeah, go Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> I, grew, I grew up watching the Lakers with my dad. So I'm a Lakers fan. Oh, you're not a Suns fan? No, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> my God. Um, I know it's 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 shameful, but no, I'm not. I mean, they're cool though. They they've actually had a way better season this season than last season than they have ever. When I was younger, they were so bad. When I was younger, that if you got straight A's, our school would give you free tickets to go watch the game, and people still didn't go. We so we still didn't go watch it. <laughs> oh my god! That's so so yeah, they've, they've gotten better though. Damn. Well, yeah, and on top of everything you described, I mean, you're also like you know the child of immigrants right so like you yeah. have to also have that experience too on your shoulders that was interesting so yeah we speak so we speak tree and i actually i always understood how to i always understood the language but i didn't learn how to speak it until in tagana so now i can speak it and like for some people but before i only understood it so growing up or whatever actually my siblings and i a lot of us had like speech impediments because we could combine our parents' language with English, like oh, a certain point, they had to literally stop talking to us in, in their language, or else we, we combine things too much. But the cultural barrier is kind of funny. There was times where we, we go to the store and like our mom was asking someone something, and they didn't know what she was saying. So we were like seven, being like, she said this, you know, and like having to speak for our parents because people yeah. like, understand their, their strong accents. And that was actually kind of disheartening too, having you know, watching people kind of like almost talk down to them and make them feel like they were stupid because they didn't speak proper English, but in my head I was like, they're pretty smart. They speak French, Tree, and are learning English as we you know, as we're young, as we're you know, we're as we're here. So like don't don't talk to them like that. So the food was different. Like people would, would ask like, have you ever had this before? And I was like, no, we eat we eat jollof rice and fufu every night. I don't know I don't know what macaroni and cheese is. So a lot of things we learn, we learn like from our neighbors. We learn like from like friends of friends and things like that about like American culture, which is kind of a weird way to grow up but it was cool I, I don't like i don't regret any of it at all yeah well yeah i mean hey you know young kids bullying other people and closed-minded people in the united states of america not understanding like the immigrant struggle i mean it's all really sad it's all really real though and like yeah it's good that you're talking about it and you know what even though you may have felt so alone you know i, I know there's a lot of people who have similar similar but different you know situations and i'm sure that they're they're looking for you you know like they probably want right. to hear from you and little young boys and girls who want to be inspired by your music too so i think you're doing the right thing and 
Thank I you. wish people I mean, weren't so I wish people weren't so dumb, but I know, crazy. but you know, you know what? It's ignorance is really is ignorance truly is bliss though. So it's like um the less you know, the easier it is to like go about life thinking that like, you know, everything's as frozen daisies and you know, I'm right, I'm the best, I'm that, whatever. If you if you really wanna like be a true, a true like um how do I say this? One thing I learned was if you want to be wealthy, you need to you need to be of service to the world. And when you're of service to the world, it means you learn and you're willing to like, you know, break your ego down and learn about people and, and figure out what it is that makes the world beautiful. I think people that for them is just too complex. So it's easier to just be ignorant and just move about your life like on a cloud. So if you can learn how to serve the world, I kid you not, you'll always be in, in good hands. That's kind of what I learned early on. So awesome. I hope I hope like my music reaches people. Um, I know that the more I make and the older I get and the more wise I get, the, the words will mean more and people will see themselves in me. Because that's the thing. I think like right now it's cool because there's more female artists coming out and there's more people of, of my skin tone and like my like, you know, like like appearance that are coming out with music. And when I was younger, there was nothing. There was Missy Elliott, Foxy Brown and Lauren Hill. And that's those are like the three people I saw all the time. That was it. So now there's like tens of hundreds of people are making music that look just like me and in my head i'm just like everyone's gonna find someone that look that they can they can see themselves in and that'll inspire them so that's like the biggest thing to me is like kids having uh inspiration yeah yeah i i agree and you know what else is like you're inspiring people but you don't have to feel like that weight on your shoulders either because just just right. you existing just you know just do you and right. make whatever you want to make but you know people will do their research you know what i mean you don't have to you don't yeah. have to shove it down people's throat, but they'll do their right. research. Right. And I, I learned that kind of the hard way. I think like I've kind been of making music for a long time, actually. I deleted a lot of my old stuff. I started making music in college. So when I came back from Ghana, I immediately started making music on SoundCloud. It was all very much just like, we're going to heal the world. And we're going to, you know, it was, it was all just very like positive. It was like, it was like almost like overly positive. And I think after a while I was like, erase all of this and just be like very natural and just like have fun and just like, like, you know, make people, like, feel something, whether or not it's, like, excitement or whether or not it makes them feel like a bad bitch or if they feel, like, you know, a little, like, angry. Make them feel something. So that's kind of where I'm at now, where it's just, like, I'll, I'll write, so I write a song a day. And whether or not Damn. I actually, like, yeah, well, because whether, whether or not it's good or bad, I'll write it. Because my thing is, like, I used to be so, I used to overthink so much that now I'm just, like, what the worst that can happen is I write a song and no one ever hears it because I thought, I think in my head the next day, it's kind of weird. So it's just, like, in my head, whatever I'm feeling, if I, if I feel strong enough to show the world, I'm just going to put it out there you know until until i die so before it was just like you gotta be intentional and gotta do all these things and yeah you gotta be intentional so we have to also have fun and just know like whatever you as a person are feeling someone's probably feeling it too so just put it out and like see who's feeling it as well that's true yeah with alternate with alternate i think i i recorded three different versions before that one actually came out dang what like were I, the differences I, every single time it got more and more like deep. So the first time I recorded it, it was like, I showed my friends and like my friend Anna, um, one, of my, one of my closest friends, she's helped me a lot with everything I've done. She's very honest and she'll be like, there's more, like, she's like, there's so much more to you than this. And then she'll, she'll be like, go back. And I'll be like, real. So then I'll go back and then I'll do it again. And then like my, my like boy band, the guy that produced it, he's like, mm, like, you know, like this part right here is a little redundant. You know, so then I'll go back again. So like it's like having friends that literally know who I am and know like there's more to you than this. Like just like, just think a little bit more. Like just give it, give it a day, and come back, and then try it again. I've, I I listen to that, and that's how I come up with my songs now. I write what I feel, and they'll tell me like, this is good, but like I know you can like make this really great. And then I'll like I'll take their advice, and like I'll give myself like, a day or two, and come back and write it, and I'll be like I'm ready to record again, and I'll record it. That's so cool. That you mm -hmm. have that that like friend group that gives you the real feedback. 
Oh yeah, because most people don't like criticism. I, I encourage it like a thousand percent. It's so important to hear people's ideas because you never know which idea is going to change your life. So, well, what's interesting to me too is the the production on that song is really great, but you didn't mm -hmm. produce it yourself, even though you play instruments. No. Like, you're you're unique because see, a lot of people who um have the ability to play instruments sometimes it's hard for them to work with other producers. That's, I get that. And actually, I've been told it before to people like, why don't you produce your own things? It's because, well, I also have a full-time job. I work like 50 hours a week, which is kind of unfortunate right now, but it's a work in progress. But I think like with me, it's like the, the whole idea. I used to be like a jack of all trades, master of none. So in my head, I was just like, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that some people are better at some things than other people are. And for me, like, I know I'm a really, really good entertainer, performer, songwriter, and rapper. And some people are really, really, really good at producing. And th that should be for them. And I don't want to overstep that. I, I, I play instruments in my own time. But, like, for now, if I have, like, limited time, I'm just going to focus on the music and then have them focus on the production and they can come together and, like, figure out how to elevate it together. But, yeah. Yeah, I love that. You know, I mean, I, I won't name any names, but I've been around a lot of musicians over the years. And sometimes people are too proud to do that. And it holds them back. Oh, I agree. I'm like, I'm very, again, like I'm, even like my engineer, he'll come in here and like, he'll, me and him will butt heads, but when like, at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know, you're talking about like, you engineer for people like I wish I could be in rooms with. So like, if you tell me that this, I need to redo this, this, this little line right here 10 times, I'm going to redo it. Cause like you, like you, you're, you went to school for it. You're, you know, you're trained in it. I miss a girl. Like, I miss a girl. <laughs> I'm going to try to learn. <laughs> so like, you know, so we'll butt heads at the end of the day. It's like, I really trust people around me that like want the best for me because you know at the end of the day they're, they're putting their names on it as well so they don't want to ruin their own names so not going to tell me like oh yeah it's, it's good when it's not good and that's important because a lot of people will hire engineers or they'll find producers that don't really care about the the, the individual so like, you know they want their they want their check whereas like my team they, they like they know me and they care about me enough not to be like no this is not good enough and all we're gonna get it right so that's like a very very important having people that know you and know like what you're trying to do and know your sounds so they can like critique you so critically to the point where it's like we know how to make you the best person you can be like off of this one song that's true yeah mm -hmm. no for so a lot of people who listen to this podcast and watch on youtube or listen on spotify or whatever they're uh emerging artists themselves or their managers or people just trying to get in the game and maybe learn something you know from these conversations or relate to some of these conversations and i think mm -hmm. what you just said people could learn from and this whole interview has been really interesting. And one thing that we did Thank differently you. today was we focused on one song because I want this to be like an introduction to you. And I want people to listen to that song and I like maybe a lot. yeah, hear a little bit of what I hear because you're just as good. You're actually better than a lot of people I've playlisted throughout the years. And I believe in you fully. Gary V believes in you fully. And we want to see you win. Oh, so. make, oh stop. I'm going to get all teary eyed and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Your music's great. You know, we gotta we have to champion music that's good, you know. I was playing this song in the car recently and I was with some people and they were like, Yeah, this is really good. And every time I send it to anyone, they like it. And you did you get in with Fresco Trey yet or not? No, not yet. I've been trying to. It's like so they their team they, Yeah, they move around a lot. It's all good. And then when they move they, around. They already, I was in Florida when he when when coach texted me, <laughs> but I know it's, it's a whole thing. But no, I I, I definitely reached out to them though, because like I'm always ready to work. So like I I texted his manager like last or his manager area like last week saying like whenever you need me at all, let me know. Like I'm I'm always around. So Yeah. And we'll we'll connect you with more people, more people from that'd the be, playlist out in LA. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I'd but appreciate yeah, it a lot. My last question for you is really just 
what's the plan for the rest of the year? Because your TikTok is good. Maybe, maybe that's like going to be a big I, part of your career. You know, it really does help I a lot know. of people. I know. And I'm pretty, is that how you found me? You found me on TikTok, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Cause when I posted this one TikTok that went crazy, like recently, it was like the, the, the Destiny's Child. So, 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 so good. And it's kind of talking about like, you know, it goes with my story with anti, you know, with like um mental health and my depression and anxiety and how music and art helped me. I'm pretty sure that's probably when you saw it. That's how people found me recently. But uh, my plan is kind of just like really just, just ground myself because like I was saying before, I don't get a lot of time because I, I work a lot. So like I'm always trying to be very strategic um, as far as like when I put things out and like how I'm putting things out and like the rollout with it because I don't have any backing really. So it's, it's all me doing my, my own thing. So like uh, for me, it's like how, how can I figure out how to get my numbers up on social media through, you know, through playing guitar, through kind of pre, you know, previewing the song, through getting you know, my Twitter because my Twitter is like my biggest social media right now as far as like the engagement like I have like 3,000 followers 4,000 followers on there but they're all very engaged with the music so it's like just getting them engaged before things come out so my plan mostly is to say I just to put probably two more singles out and then just take a little bit of a break and work on my my next EP and then the next EP should be really really good because my last one came out that was my first project I ever put out that was almost a year ago and that one was funny because we literally recorded that like with the worst equipment like i didn't know what i was doing at all but my, my best friend mixed it. she she engineered it for me like we were just try, starting we just had an idea and just tried it so the next dp will be really good and um from there i hope i just like take off <laughs> hell yeah you know what's crazy a lot of times a lot of times songs with bad equipment sound better than the ones with good good equipment <laughs> sometimes they do i mean like the first ep like if you listen to it because now that i know like what good production and good mixing and mastering sounds like i'll hear it and i'm just like ah but like i know in my head it doesn't matter because like it's 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 still very raw and it's who i got the time i was and that's the best we could do at the time so like i still like i love it to death i'll listen to certain parts and i'm just like you should just clean that up right there but like it doesn't matter you know yeah because you know what's funny is like what you said in a certain way you just said like that is where we were right so it's like right that's like an extra element to music that people don't think about. And maybe art, you know, paintings too, is like, you got to take into consideration where this person was and what point of their right. life they were in. Right. Before, or, you know, if you want to take it to the next level. And I think something too is kind of track the growth. Cause that's the thing too. I think like the most important thing about an artist is like watching them grow. Like if you see an artist from a year ago, an artist now, you can see like, like absolute growth just imagine what they're gonna do a year or two years from now if you give them a chance so that's how like, i, I kind of operate it's just like yeah like that was almost a year ago and like i'm putting out and now i'm like on this inter on this interview right now <laughs> you know what i mean like that's saying a lot to me it means like there's obvious growth so like in my head i'm just like yeah it wasn't the best the best mixing wasn't the best anything but like you know in my head it's the best to me because that's like, that was my first project it means the world to me so Hell yeah. All right. Well, yo, so you said people should follow you on Twitter. Is that the place you want people to follow you at? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram, I think. Like Twitter, well, I guess I'm not really, Instagram gives me anxiety, but I know it's important because that's where people are at. But I, I most, I like Twitter a lot. Twitter, because, <laughs> you know, everyone there is just so beautiful. And like, you know, they're, they're doing all these things. I'm just like, music. Like, so, you know, I think Twitter is my thing. My, my Twitter is Toma, huh? I always say, huh? So I'm like, huh? So it's like Toma, huh? T O M A A. H U H H H. So that's my Twitter. Instagram is Satoma. Um, TikTok is Satoma. SoundCloud. But there's a dot. Spotify. There's a dot in your Instagram. Oh yeah, Satoma. Yeah. So, so for everyone listening, it's S A. Period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. T O M A A. 
Yes. And then Twitter is T is, is Tomaha T O M A A H U H H H. Well, you got to give people your TikTok. My TikTok, I'm pretty sure I think it's the S A dot T O M A A as well. If it happens to Toma, it'll pop up because there's no there's a Toma in this world. I'm, I'm one of one. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> well, yo, thanks for the interview. We'll have you back maybe in a couple months so we could talk about okay. all the great things that happen between now and then. Okay. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You have no idea how how blessed I am and how happy I feel. You've made my day. My coworkers are all freaking out because I work in production. Like I work at, I work as a production artist for like movies and stuff. So they all know who like you guys are. And they're all like, what the heck? And I was like, I know, like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what movies do you so, work on? I work, we work with like Netflix, Hulu, Paramount, like, like all of like, Apple. We work with all of them. Recently, like our most recent one that came out was the D'Amelio show, the TikTok show. Um, like the TikToker family actually it was funny. Oh, yeah. They're all all my coworkers are older than I am. So like in the meeting, I was gonna have gonna be like, that's not how the app works, guys. Cause they're trying to figure out how to make the art based on the app. You know, I was just like, was like that's not how the app works. I was literally in the, the meeting with Hulu kind of being like, that's not how it works. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of funny. But um, yeah, so we work, we work in we work in production, we work in art. So I'm a, I'm a, like an actual artist now, like a, like a professional artist, which is kind of cool. But I would, like to work on music. I would like to do music full time, but for now, very blessed. Yeah, that's how everyone starts out. Right. Just working and just figuring out how to kind of, you know, like filter out of it. So, oh my God. Stay blessed. Have a great day. Happy Wednesday. And I'll talk to you guys soon. We'll keep in touch. All right. bye. Bye. Well, that was one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. And if you haven't had a chance to check out her music, go do it now. The song is called Alternate. It's in the Monday to Monday playlist for sure. So check it out. And let me know your feedback. Mike Boyd JR on Instagram. Also 1.37 p.m. on Instagram. If you love the playlist, please share it with your friends. Not only because that helps us, but also that's probably the coolest thing you could do for your friends. If you think they will like it be a good friend.